the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. With great joy and with much thanksgiving to the dear canons of this institute, we come tonight as a family. We come tonight as a family that if we were to truly take to heart and experience and realize the realities of our Catholic faith, such that what we often intellectualize then becomes experiential, it comes to the heart and it comes to the soul, then maybe we could realize the importance, the impact of what we celebrate tonight, this day of celebration of all the holy saints. Intellectually, we can imagine that the saints are a group of very famous and holy people in a faraway place, very distant from us. We honor them, we ask for their intercession, but they are very distant, or potentially they are very distant. And yet we know saints who have needed saints to be saints, and we know that the distance is probably not so far. And the distance between what we call the Church Triumphant and us here in the Church Militant may only be a few minor degrees of separation. We know that some of the honored saints, the saints that we know by name, we know that there have been saints who have been long dead and received their honors, have been brought to the altars of heaven, and yet still make themselves known visibly known, spiritually known to those in need. The degree of separation between what we know that for us in the great three churches, the great three populations in which our souls may dwell, are never separated. And we know that intellectually, but as soon as we begin to experience it viscerally, experience it in our heart, and to realize that when Holy Scripture speaks to us, and particularly as we heard tonight in John's Apocalypse, when we realize that that Holy Scripture is not a book of woe, but a book of hope. And we imagine when the question is asked, who, who are those, who are those souls, those people dressed in the white garments? Lord, you know who they are. They are the ones that have endured the trial. They are the ones who have survived the tribulation. They are the ones who've had their robes washed clean in the blood of the Lamb. Brothers and sisters, that it, those souls are not some souls far away, some souls that we don't know. They are us. 
They are just in a different reality, in a new place in the journey. We are in a constant procession, or at least we pray that we are in a constant procession. Every time we come to Holy Mass, we are proceeding more and more forward on our journey, on our journey that we pray that one day leads us to the threshold of heaven. And it is there when we cross that threshold of heaven that we too, maybe unknown but to a few who love us and who loved us in this life, we join the church triumphant and we become saints. Saints as necessary, saints as important as those that we celebrate mass after mass, year after year, for all that they did. The dearest family, dearest brothers and sisters, who is to say that a saint of great importance, a saint who will lead many with him or her to the threshold of heaven is not sitting here tonight. It's not for us to judge. It is not. But neither is it for us to imagine that it can't be so. Because, as some of the other great saints have said, that if we truly could see, see with physical eyes everything that happens, particularly everything that happens at every Holy Mass, and I strongly believe that our beautiful babies, it's why it's important that our babies are here and that they're close, because in their most innocent eyes, they see it. They see what's truly happening. They see the angels. They see the cohorts surrounding the altar. They see us struggling here in the church militant to thin the veil between heaven and earth by our love, by our reverence, by our prayer. And the veil between heaven and earth, the veil between us in the church militant and in the church triumphant is never thinner than it is when we are here praying Holy Mass together. The priests who have the privilege to stand in that gap, to stand at the threshold of the veil. And yet we are in procession together. Dearest brothers and sisters, whom, who do you come here to see? Who do you come here to find? I pray that all of you from the depths of your heart say, we come to find our Lord. We come to find Jesus. We come to experience him. We come here to be closer to him than we can be closer than any other reality. We come to him so that we can humble ourselves and kneel down and receive him, body, blood, soul, and divinity, and know that it is him, that our Jesus is here in reality. But brothers and sisters, if we absolutely could even imagine for a millisecond, a moment, what it would be like to translate from this reality to the reality of eternity in heaven, and realize that Jesus would stand there physically before us, 
be there looking at us with eyes of love, eyes of mercy, regardless of our time of purgation, regardless. But for those who will cross that threshold, brothers and sisters, if it doesn't strike you, if it doesn't move up from and begin to settle about right here with a sense of what it might be like an iota. That's what we seek when we come to Holy Mass. It's that closeness, that intimacy with our Lord. And yet, as we hear in the Apocalypse, those who receive that white garment see Him face to face, see His holy face, are with Him. We say, but I don't know how to do it. There is no guide. There is no method. I must have to make it up. We all must have to make it up on our own. We do not. Our Lord would never make us imagine or make up how we proceed on the journey by ourselves. The Lord would not have given the Beatitudes with the love, the mercy, and the insistence that he gave us the Beatitudes if it were not the guide if it were not, if you will, how we become saints, how we desire to become saints. Because it will not just simply happen because we are available. We must want it. We must desire it. At every moment, in every possibility, we must cry out from the depths of our heart, not with some intellectual recipe, but from the fullness of the depths of our heart, crying out, I want to be a saint. I want to be forever in heaven with my Lord. And I do not want this time in the church militant to be a waste This is not just the anteroom, the waiting room for heaven. It is the place where we work. It is called the church militant because we work. We fight against evil. We fight against the prince of this earth. We seek holiness. But more than anything else, we come and we are fed and we seek our Lord and we seek the intercession of the saints so that we can go out to the lost When Jesus said, I come to seek the lost, brothers and sisters, how many do we know in our own families who are lost? Absolutely lost. And it is them, it is them that we want to not give an intellectual message, but a visceral calling. Come. Come and know Jesus as I know Jesus. Come and see where the veil between heaven and earth is at its thinnest. Come and learn what it is to to move as a family, as a communio, toward a singular, toward a common goal. Come, bear the cross. Let your robes be washed in the blood of the Lamb. So that one day, not only will we be able to put on that white garment and cross the threshold into heaven, 
But please, God, we will hear the words that we long to hear from the mouth of Jesus himself, those words that we long to hear. Well done. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, enter, cross into eternity. Come and see the place, the real place that I have prepared for you from the beginning of time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.